0: Welcome to the Nach Daily, a congregation, a HaVas Torah initiative. Today, we begin Sefer Shoftim. Very exciting. This is a project that will take us through the second day of Sukkot. I'll admit that I was a bit tempted to slow down, maybe take a week off, as we lead into Rosh Hashanah, and it's a, obviously a very busy time. But, of course, I quickly realized that precisely because we are in the lead-up to Rosh Hashanah, to the Yamim Noraim Raim and the Chagim, we cannot slow down. We have to keep pushing. We are now 170 people strong receiving this podcast every day, and each day about 200 people are listening to either the daily podcast or catching up in one of the previous podcasts or classes. And so we are a growing community of learners. We have to keep pushing forward. We have to keep moving and keep growing. Uh, and uh, with that, let's dive in to Sefer Shoftim, by thinking a little bit about the first Pasuk. We open Sefer Shoftim with the following. And it came to pass after the death of Yehoshua that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, who shall go up for us first against the Canaanites to fight against them? Now, let's compare and contrast this with the first Pasuk of Sefer Yehoshua. So it was after the death of Moshe, who was the servant of God, and the Lord said to Yehoshua bin Nun, the minister of Moshe, saying X, Y, and Z. So both Yehoshua... And Shoftim begin with the passing of a great leader. One is after the death of Moshe, now after the death of Yehoshua. But after Moshe dies, Hashem immediately appears to Yehoshua, gives him his mandate as the leader and the mandate for the entire nation to go to conquer and settle the land. Things are, are settled and clear, and they are quite different here in Sefer Shoftim. Firstly, most obviously, there's no leader. There's no heir to Yehoshua's position. In fact, the first thing that we learn is that the people cry out for leadership. And that absence of centralized leadership is the hallmark and great challenge of Sefer Shoftim. It is reflected in the very name of the work. We go from Yehoshua, named for a particular outstanding person and leader, to Shoftim, which is... uh, a term that ref- that refers to uh, or loosely references what we'd call judges, but it's it's more of a catch-all term for a bunch of local chieftains of varying backgrounds and skills and levels of influence and levels of piety, whose primary role will be to lead the nation or parts of the nation to battle. And so, the first pasuk in stark contrast to Yehoshua frames Sefer Shoftim as a narrative marked by a lack of leadership. Even when Hashem charges Yehuda, the, the tribe of Yehuda in the second Pasuk in this first Parak to lead the war effort in the continued effort to conquer the land of Kena'an, his words are directed not towards a person, but towards a whole tribe. And the tribe succeeds in building a coalition only with Shimon two tribes that share overlapping regional concerns as Shimon takes its inheritance within the tribe of Yehuda, And so there's no broad national unity here. There's no unifying leadership. That's the first very important feature that emerges right here in the very first pasuk of Sefer Shoftim. No leadership. Secondly, it's worth noting that the people here must call out to Hashem. We're told Yehoshua dies, And the Bnei Yisrael call out in crisis to Hashem, saying, who's going to lead us? Who's going to help us fight the Canaanites? Let's contrast that to Yehoshua, where Hashem initiates. Hashem immediately appears to Yehoshua. And I think that this captures another kind of overarching difference between Sefer Yehoshua and Shoftim, and that is that in Sefer Yehoshua, Hashem is very near to use the kind of proverbial sense of Hashem being either near or far, distant or imminent. In Yehoshua, Hashem is near. Hashem is, uh, plays a role that is obviously discernible uh, to, to, to those living at the time. Hashem appears in miraculous ways. There is a, a beautiful relationship expressed between the Bnei Israel and Hashem. The Bnei Israel are loyal to Hashem with very little exception. Not the case in Shoftim. In Shoftim, Hashem is more distant. Hashem, of course, appears time and again to different people, and Hashem shows his role within the history of the Bnei Israel by having other tribes, uh, other nations, attack the Bnei Israel. Hashem is very present, to be sure, and that's clear in, in and is one of the, the messages of the work of Shoftim, that Hashem is expressing himself time and again, often punishing the people for their misdeeds. But nonetheless, here... Already expressed in this first pasuk is Hashem being a bit more distant. Hashem doesn't just appear to Yehoshua and and charge him. Um, Here, the people have to call out in crisis, and then Hashem responds. This first pasuk also thrusts us right into the central obstacle of Sefer Shoftim, the essential challenge at the heart of the work. And that is that the Canaanites, and later the Plishti population, remain in the land of Canaan. For all of the success of Yehoshua, the leader, all the success of the Bnei Yisrael that is recorded in Sefer Yehoshua, the job of conquering and settling the land is incomplete. It's left undone to a great extent. And frankly, the worst fears of Yehoshua will be realized in Sefer Shoftim. The Bnei Israel failed to drive out the remaining populations. They co-mingle with them, and they will be, the Bnei Israel will be deeply, morally, religiously impacted by them, which is to say, negatively impacted by these local populations. So much so that by the end of Sefer Yehoshua, excuse me, Sefer Shoftim, the Bnei Israel will fall to unprecedented lows with civil war and idolatry. Unlike Sefer Yehoshua, which distinguishes itself as the most uniformly positive work in Tanakh, Sefer Shoftim is quite possibly the most uniformly negative narrative as the nation goes through a downward spiral. Certainly, there are good moments, there are moments of triumph, moments of individual and collective piety, and some impressive acts of leadership, but those are pockets within a much darker overall context. And so, in essence, the pendulum has swung. It swings very hard from the wonderful, joyous, uniformly positive Sefer Yehoshua, now to the other direction in Sefer Shoftim. We find ourselves without a leader, without unity, without a sense of mission, without the will to fulfill the mission that we know we have, and ultimately that proves disastrous for the nation, which moves farther and farther From Hashem. Sefer Shoftim promises to be a fascinating, albeit bumpy road. Stick with us. That's it for today. And though we are learning Sefer Shoftim, I will continue to say, Chazak ve'ematz, and happy learning.